What's good, people? It's Richie Rich. Shigel Simone. And welcome to the first ever episode of Black Book. I don't know about you guys, but I'm super, super excited about the journey we're about to go on. Today we're joined by Miss Fifi. Hi, guys. And my bro, Sanchez. Good evening, everybody. It's good, man. Um, our topic of discussion today is the big C. See, cancer has devastated millions of families without prejudice. Many have been strong enough to pull through, while others have not been so lucky. So what I want to talk to you guys about is just, you know, how has it affected you guys and what do you feel about it? So, Sim? Um, well, for me, I haven't been directly affected or known anyone personally who has been affected with cancer. Okay. However, what I have been exposed to is what I've seen within the media, such as films, documentaries and the articles that I have read. Yeah. Although cancer is more common within other races... I did not realise the impact cancer has within the UK black community. For example, certain cancers such as breast and prostate are so much higher compared to our European counterparts. Yeah, for real. So what sort of like, what sort of things would you say are you most concerned about? Well, any form of cancer. So in the UK, the four most common cancers are lung, breast, Mm. prostate and bowel cancer. Okay. However... As a woman, I am most likely to be affected by breast or cervical cancer. Mm. I understand cervical cancer mainly affects women within the late 20s and 30s, whereas breast cancer, I believe, affects you much more later in life. Mm. Don't get me wrong, cancer can happen to anyone at any given time. But I would like to highlight Black British women are most likely to die from breast cancer. Mm. So this has made me more aware that this could be another hurdle within life. Mm. I hear that most... um... Most women, they should, at a certain age, get screened for, I think it's cervi- cervical cancer. Cervical cancer, yeah. yeah. Yes, they do. It must be 25. Yeah. For me, I have received letters, but I haven't gone. No, nah, serious. Pause. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't Why? Why have you not gone? <laughs> at all. Ever. Ever. In your life. Never. How? Um, sorry? Well, of course not. No, that was me just saying pause. Because <laughs> 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 I, was, I was confused. Like, what do okay. you mean? <laughs> yeah. Come on, sis. Yeah, what's going on? For me, this might be a blasé attitude, but as cancer does not run in my family, I never had the urgency okay. or thought to go. Yeah. I'm one of these people that understand that death comes to us all. And one thing that is definitely certain in life is we are all going to die. Yeah. And if the big C is God's will for me, what will be, will be. That's my attitude. But if there's a, if there's a way for you to obviously preserve exactly. your life and that, and that will be able to identify... Why would you not? You'll be able to identify it, then I, well, if you were saying If you were saying it's more of the, the invasiveness of it, I'd kind of understand, but it's, it's something that I feel like every woman should check mm-hmm. to see if yeah, they have that. Same. But I'm a man. Sanchez, I understand that, but each to their own. For me personally, whatever is for me will be... Mm. And if someone is going through it, I'll have empathy for them. Mm. But for me personally, heaven forbids, if I did get the big C, I wouldn't go for treatment either. Mm. Because if that's my fate, that's it. That's how I see okay. it. Okay, oh, I hear that. Yeah. If you're that's, not that's you, do you, have you been screened at all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been on that table, yeah. <laughs> yes, I have been there more than once. Yeah. I can't understand why some people might not want to do it because when you hear the stories and people say, oh, you know, it hurts and they do this and the way they swab mm. and whatever, whatever. Mm. But it's no different from getting a 
check out for anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So it doesn't... Yeah, surely, obviously, the overall benefits of having that screening outweighs Yeah, it's any just sort of... a peace of mind. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'd, I would rather know than living my life. And obviously, because you may feel pain and certain things will go wrong or whatever with you, so you go and get checked anyway. Mm. But I'd rather know if I do have it that something can be possibly done about it mm. or that if I don't have it I can just you know live my life and don't have mm. to worry stress free mm. and I'm good but yeah no I yeah don't know when my next one's due but um, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel as though that like um, in the sort of black community it is something that we tend to put off you know mm. you know it's not something that we tend to like want to try and seek out and ensure that you know we're almost protected or even sort of like catch it early. It's one of the ones you kind of want to almost in a blind eye to it just mm. to make sure that we don't have that fear. Can't happen to you us. Know what I mean? <laughs> it's, the fear of, it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. yeah. That's a very, very scary place. Even for my dad, for example, he had a little situation a few years back where he was feeling a bit strange. You know, he had certain symptoms or whatnot. And then like he had like a little one-to-one talk with me. And it was like, so like I opened, he was like, ah, oh, you know, um, I want to go for a checkup. I'm scared, isn't it? And for him as a grown man, you know, what I mean, yeah. in his forties, mm-hmm. telling me that raw, like I'm scared of going and find out it's actually this. That kind of made me feel like raw. So it's definitely something that a lot of people, no matter how old you are, do feel a little bit cautious about because it sneaks up on you so so quickly, and then yeah. all of a sudden you find yourself like you know looking at life, thinking to yourself, you've got a limited amount of time left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, on that note, obviously, by the time you guys hear this, uh, the funeral may have happened. Um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, obviously. for real, man. Yeah, Cancer took him. Yeah. And so. He's a great example of somebody that, you know, um, you know, he caught his quite late, I believe. And yeah, it was stage three cancer. Mm. Yeah. And God, all he knows what he was going through his head that whole way through, you know, from being diagnosed and think to yourself, okay, the doctors probably say you got X amount of time to live. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think he uses time very, very well, to be honest. Wow, seven amazing films. Yeah. Black Panther, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers, Five Bloods, you know what I mean? It's a testament to the character, the guy in it, just to say, okay, despite his personal trials going on, he literally pulled through and obviously being able to kind of leave a legacy behind. Of course, and his, uh, God bless his family as well. A hundred percent. Chadwick has given a lot of people hope that you can continue life to the best of, to the best of your ability. Yeah. He had stage three cancer and he was still doing stunts, mm. jumping off screens, yeah, props yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. sorts. And you have to respect that, you know? His attitude has given a lot mm. of people who are going through or might go through it in years to come a different outlook mm. to how to live with cancer. And you have to admire Chadwick for that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, one thing I've um, read recently, it's a very shocking stat. Apparently, one in two people would develop some form of cancer in their lifetime. So 50% of the world population (laughs) is about to get some form of cancer. That is mad, when you think of it. Because what is the world population like? It's about it's, is that was like seven billion or seven something like going that? to eight billion now. Yeah, seven eight billion. Well, yeah. that's that, that's a lot of people, you know. That's a lot of people. It's, it's like probably, three point five to four billion people will experience that's cancer. That's yeah, that's a even lot. if it's small or big cancer, like you get some form mm, of massive. cancer. Like it could be skin, bowel, breast, mm. anything. Like the funny thing is, I think especially if you touch on their skin cancer. Yeah, I think that's another one that as uh, people of color. Mm. We tend to sort of neglect neglect mm-hmm. quite a lot. Hundred percent, we do. Yeah, yeah. We do. What did they say? What you got to say? Too dark to tan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. People have asked me because I'm 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 dark skin. Like 
Do I get sunburned? Yes. Yes, yes I do. Yes, you really mentioned hurt. that, yeah. I didn't think black people could sunburn, you know. I didn't, and then I got it. And I was like, why is my nose healing? Like, yeah. Yeah. Listen, bring out the aloe vera. Yeah, you know like that, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. When I went to Iron Up with the Mandan back in 2013, yeah, like, so obviously they're all, um, they're all of a lighter complexion than me. So they all took like, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, so I went there and I was like, <laughs> I, I, I literally went, I was like, cool, like, I'm good. Like I'm dark yeah. skin, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm protected yeah, with the melanin. I was cocoa buttering myself yeah. up and that, yeah. yeah. Cool. Within three days, yeah. Boom, my back is peeling. Oh, no. I, said, yeah, I need to get, I need to get <laughs> yeah. this protection, yo. It's mad. But all jokes aside, yeah, we have the notion that we're protected by the melanin. Yeah. But yeah. yes, black people can still sunburn. This is not a myth. Skin cancer is real, people. <laughs> As black people, we are 1.5 times more likely to die from melanoma than Caucasian. Mm. So alarm bells is really in my head. Yeah. And I also think that sun cream efforts on TV do not include any diversity within their efforts. So subconsciously, skin cancer is a European issue. Yeah. As we don't see ourselves within those efforts, well, personally, I don't see myself in those yeah. efforts. I do believe that these companies need to have the need to have the mindset that skin is skin, disease is disease, and these diseases do not discriminate. Everybody has the potential to burn. <laughs> yeah. And I do believe these advertising companies should include multiracial people to influence everyone like, oh, I'm going on holiday soon. I need to buy Santa Lotion too. That's true. It's not just a Caucasian person thing. Skin is skin. Everybody burns. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, I think the melanin is sort of, you know, overrated. Yeah. Quite a big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Black people think they're invisible sometimes. Yeah, yeah, people invincible. The world, invincible. But, but obviously, we've come from, you know, very, um, very harsh places where it comes to, like, sun, you know, places in Africa, um, some place in the Caribbean where the sun is beating on you mm-hmm. constantly. But so those might... people go in shades sometimes. I'm sure some of those... All kind of umbrellas. Or umbrellas, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. there is cases... Of bit, some of some type probably. of skin cancer <laughs> disease, but it's not being brought out to the forefront yeah. for us to hear about. But it. and but then you also got to remember, obviously, so for us that are say in in Britain or say just us around the world, where it's we're not saying being exposed to that sun, when we actually then become exposed to it, our, our skin's not conditioned for that type of heat, so yeah. automatically it's going to be at risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah for real. For so real, there's a risk real. anyway, but obviously because they're constantly living like that, your body acclimatizes, whereas ours. Mm. That's true. Mm. Ours doesn't. So let's ask you guys any question in terms of like uh, like family members. Have any of you guys had a, like ex- family experience that's yeah. obviously all yeah. close friends? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sanchez, do you want to start us off? What? Um, oh, well, um, rest in peace, um, Auntie Dion. Okay. So um, this was in 2010. She 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 passed with her breast cancer, but it spread and metastasized to other parts of her body. Okay. So it went to other so she went to other organs. And the thing is, she had it before. And she fought it, but then it came back. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I was in my first year of college um, and my two cousins, uh, one was just starting uni and other one was um, in secondary school. Um, she passed away. So, okay. yeah, as my mum's oldest, my mum's older sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was it was so quick. Okay. Like it was literally like I just remember like one minute, like I was told then there was Christmas and then literally just before no, just after Easter. That was it. Just that was it. Mm. Yeah. It's like I found out in like the summer, Christmas, like all the all the family were around her house. Like you could see that it was obviously affecting her then. Mm. Then like my by like my birthday, she obviously started to get worse. 
was mm. then became bed bound. And this, and in fact, like this, her passing is part of the reason why I became a physio in the first place because wow. because why, while she was um, while she was obviously um, coming to like, say, the end of her life, she was still having say physiotherapy. Like she was given like exercises and physios to kind of just like try, try to maintain the quality of life. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when people think of physio, they just think sports physio. You see the football pitch, they come on, spray yeah. them or, or whatnot. But there's actually more to it. Than that, yeah, so I was yeah. like, "Raw, like, deep yeah." yeah. <laughs> so let me, let me, let me, like, let me obviously like research into this, and like, obviously here I am today. I'm a, I'm a physio, yeah. so obviously something nice came out of it. But obviously, yeah. yeah, just just seeing her just like deteriorate like that, and mm. you actually like you can't, you yeah. physically can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Helpless in that sense, and because she had young children as well, like it obviously like it, it affects yeah. them a lot. For real, man. Yeah, yeah, because their rock is gone. Mm. Yeah, for real, yeah. Uh, Fiona. Yeah. Um, so I have two. So my granny was one. She was in Jamaica and it was also 10 years ago. But we knew she had it for a while. She had throat cancer. Okay. And funnily enough, she still kept on smoking. Uh, <laughs> Didn't give up the cigarette. Yeah, she was yeah, like, well, yeah. you know, I've got it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she had it for a while. And you could see she wasn't a big woman, but she had a little bit of meat on her bones. And I mm. went to Jamaica and visited her. And she looked a little bit drawn but she was still walking up and down we was out on the street and stuff we'd do a little go to a little supermarket or whatever mm. but most of the time she'll stay in the bed and she'll relax and I went there I think I went on holiday with my mum in April or maybe it was even later than that and then the July she passed so I had to go back over yeah. but yeah it took a toll it took a toll on her and obviously my mum she ended up with cancer she had uh, breast cancer but they caught it in the very early stages and she was one who had an appointment, didn't go to the appointment and mm. left it for a while. Yeah. And then when she, I think because it fell on her birthday, she didn't want to go. So yeah. when it was the next time to go, I was like, I'll go with you. Let's mm. go to the appointment together. Mm. So we went, they've done the scans or whatever. And she didn't go because she was scared of the whole, because I think they squashed your breast. breast, and you yeah. breast. Yeah. They, they need yeah. to feel the, yeah. t- they need so to feel the tissue. Again, yeah. yeah, It was being scared of the pain and how it's going to feel. But I was like, I'll go with you, mum, it's fine. Mm. So we've done it. And then the results came. And I was like, oh, you know, there's little, small little speckles that we could see. Mm. So I need to do, do a biopsy, which was another pain. Like, mm. That was pain. I could hear a scream down the corridor. That was pain. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then the results came back. She had cancer. Because it was early stages, there was like, we can... Um, do we can remove the whole breast and mastectomy, do yeah, yeah. mastectomy and that's the word you can have reconstruction if you do it or you can leave it and do whatever you want so she had a mastectomy of the left breast mm. and she's just left it she hasn't had any reconstructive surgery she hasn't had any a new breast put on anything but um yeah it was just one of those right but now she's fine yeah. all is good good nothing's come back Thank she's passed the five years and Blessings. all the checkups and everything Blessings. good breast um, cancer though is mm. it something that um is there like a procedure you can kind of like see it early on or it's just had the from the mammogram it. when you have the test done that's yeah. where they see it and because they caught it early it mm. was rather than let it progress and or do any te- do all the chemo and all that stuff mm. we can just do the mastectomy okay and then, then um the lymph nodes as well they check the lymph nodes to make sure it didn't spread any further okay. in her body okay. so that's that was a good sign that it didn't go any further sophie your mum was incredibly lucky as according to macmillan cancer statistics Black women are 30% higher than the average, less likely to survive from breast cancer. So that is serious, you know. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the whole sort of um, topic itself and cancer, it's very, it's very eye opening. Mm. You know what I mean? We look at the raw numbers of it and kind of like, you know, actually think about it in terms of just how 
exposed you might be as individual but this is the thing these statistics it's all like all we see is numbers so exactly. the majority of the time all we see is numbers so yeah, these numbers are staggering and then on the other side of it it's like these are people and these, these are people for real like, they're not just numbers these are people these are mums dads brothers cousins, sisters, aunties the like, I think it hits more more home when when you know somebody's going through that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when you, if you don't know anyone, you're yeah. thinking, oh, yeah. it's just a number, and yeah. you continue walking with your day. Yeah. Have you had any experiences, Richard, within your family? Um, from my dad's sort of scare, which you know, oddly enough, yeah, I don't even know if he actually went to get the chest <laughs> the test done. To be fair, you know, it's kind of that's why I went with my mum, yeah, <laughs> to make sure. Apart from his sort of scare, there's not. Well, I've had um, my grandfather passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that hit home quite as hard because one, he was back home in Jamaica yeah. and she only really had much of a relationship with him. Yeah. So it was more of a case of just knowing about it and kind of just obviously, um, it was my dad's, uh, my mom's dad. Yeah. So it was more to kind of support her through the situation mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. for me to kind of go through it and kind of feel yeah. Yeah, emotional that. about it. Um, aside from that, family was. I haven't yet, you know. I don't, I don't you really know. Sanchez, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird though. Like, I don't really know what the the sort of like age sort of timing is for men to kind of go get like prostate, prostate exams exam, and stuff yeah. like that. What's what's the real? Does anyone know really in terms of like what age roughly would be ideal? To... Um, I'm not too sure because women don't have prostates. But what is a prostate? So, funny enough, yeah, like the prostate itself is a small gland in the pelvis found only in men. It's about the size of a uh, satsuma. That's yeah, that, yeah, it's located. Sats- no, Satsumas ain't big. They're them that's small, like kind of small, stringy looking things. Yeah, it's the, the orange. Is it? It's still big enough. Yeah? yeah. yeah. That's bro. not big though. In terms of an organ, bro, that's not big. It's mm. a nearly. Yeah, it's kind of, like, it's kind of it's big. It's an organ it's on the inside enough. of the body, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anything well, I've worked, I with, it I've worked with cadavers, so I've seen organs. <laughs> is it? Like, bro, listen, as part of uni, as part of like when we were in first year physiotherapy, we had to learn like the, the anatomy mm. of the mm. body with cadavers. So cadavers, for those that don't know, they're basically bodies that have been donated for science. So these are real human ah. beings. They're okay. skinned, so they've got no skin. Oh. And literally like their, their rib cavity their rib cavity's oh. been cut off. So you can take off the rib cavity, oh. you can access the lungs, the kidney, like it's, it's got yeah, all the, some of it still has like the bile in there. Yeah. Yo, it's mad. Like you like you pull on the tendons and it obviously flexes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Like that biology class with the frog butt. <laughs> <laughs> the advanced version. The big man down the road. Oh, I felt science. So the, 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 the smell was brand oh. new. <laughs> oh my days, yeah? You see the smell? Listen, enough man, enough man were faint. I wanted to be sick. Like, yeah. it's, you will never smell anything like it in your oh. life again. And like you feel like you'll get used to it. Because obviously we, were, yeah. we had lessons, yeah. like I think it was like bi-weekly. bi-weekly. Mm. And literally, like, you think, okay, like, I'm going to be in there for, like, an hour or two hours. Yeah. The whole hour, you're, you're still, like, the smell, man. It's just that, like, it's lingering. It's just there. there. Dancing. Oh. It's just there. Uh, it's a thing, like, like, like that. You're silly, your, your nose hair's off, fam. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the main function of the prostate is to produce a thick white fluid that creates semen when mixed with the sperm produced by the testicles. So the prostate itself is actually a really integral part of the uh-huh. uh, male reproductive system, innit? So, so all you bareback bandits, yeah. Yeah. Fix <laughs> yeah. up in that, innit? You get what I mean? But also, cancer, well, prostate cancer, it affects one in eight men in the UK and one in four men from a black African or Caribbean background. So black men are also 30% 
higher chance than white guys of getting prostate cancer, which oh, is why, sad. once again, it's good to get That's checked. the thing, though. See, like... But um, you, check, you check it by feeling your testicles. Is that yeah. how you check? Is that so you works? can do it yourself. Oh, OK. Yeah. And you can look like for lumps and stuff like that. Yeah, anything that's not a testicle. Sometimes they actually have to go a bit more invasively and actually go into it through, through via the rectum. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, enough because obviously um, I've heard that you know black men are a lot higher risk than all the white kind of public pride. It's, pr- it's pride. Well. It's pride. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it comes down to pride. But mm. obviously, there's this whole you don't want another man, man touching touching you yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. in those areas. Like, what, like what is that? It's there's you, a deep ignorance behind it. To there be is like there's it, it's for your health. It's really it's not. It couldn't be taken any other way, shape, or form. Like mm. it's for your health. Like you have to have it at some point in my life. It will happen. I will yeah. need to get checked mm. most definitely. Yeah, it's quite invasive. I don't know how I'd feel. Obviously, I'm more progressive than most black men in it, I would say. So I'll probably be more kind of relaxed about the idea. I could kind of talk myself into it, like, you know. I'm just uncomfortable because there's somebody in there that... That's, 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 that's the, yeah, that's, that's why I'm uncomfortable, just because there's somebody there, in it? Like, that's it. But <laughs> that's it, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be done, but I'm just going to be like, oh, for goodness sake. But you like, think just... attitudes will change once with different generations? It's got to be taught. Yeah, I think um, as the awareness, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the big key what you were saying before, similar to what skin cancer, I think if there's more sort of awareness put forward to like the younger generations, yeah. that gives them a platform now to think to themselves, okay, you know, this is something that is a quite high risk, yeah. you know what I mean, for me as a black person or just as a person in general, I need to kind of put time aside to say, okay, whatever misconceptions or insecurities I have regarding the subject put that to one side and think about the bigger picture because the last thing you want to do is kind of just be a bit blase about it and then you know in situation like with Chadwick's situation um, find out about it quite late on and then your options are very very limited you know what I mean so especially if you've got a family to kind of provide for you know how are they gonna how are they gonna react to it first of all and how their future is gonna be impacted by it you know after you pass as well. But is it because Europeans have a lot of celebrities complaining about cancers, mm. such as the late Jade Goody, the Nolan sisters and Bill Turnbull? Mm. So having these celebrities reinforcing the seriousness mm. of these cancers, whereas we don't really have anyone mm. like that. I'm not saying black people haven't passed away from cancer, but from a celebrity status, it's not openly spoken yeah. about until they have already passed, passed away. So it's a bit of a bit of sweetness, but from the passing of Chadwick, this could be an opening to encourage people of colour to come forward, get checked and highlight these cancers. Yeah, yeah. We do have people in the UK raising awareness, such as Black Women Rising yeah. and the yeah, Errol yeah, yeah. McKenna Foundation, who I would like to highlight, he, he created a unique concept called MOT Yourself mm. to encourage Black men to get checked okay. with their testicles and bowels and invest in a £15 PSA test. Yeah. So basically, it's like making them test their bodies like how they'll test their cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's, a, that's a really smart idea, to be fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Something for people to kind of um, relate to, first of all, especially a guy that loves cars, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of concept works yeah. really well. But just in general, it's like a, a way of obviously getting more people to kind of think to yourself, you know what, you should actually get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And last you want to do is kind of leave it, as we said before, until it gets to the point where it's just too far gone. Yeah. Well, it depends on your 
your beliefs as well because that, some people with their face wise yeah yeah, yeah. a bit like myself or, you know you know but the thing is though I say mentality like for example smokers for example yeah like I don't smoke personally you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean obviously in the past like I probably had like you know a spliff when I was like 16 or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. very very like off the cuff but like you got some a lot of um, you know serial smokers, you know what I mean. Whereby they'll smoke a pack a day, two packs a day, you know what I mean. They be going through it, chain smoking, and it is kind of like a roll of the dice sort of situation where some of them, you know, they'll say, "Ah, oh, I've been smoking my whole life, and yeah. nothing wrong with me." So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then others, you know, what I mean, are not so lucky in it. But it's like, how do you? Like, you're supposed to talk to, like, an older person now and kind of, like, try and, like, change their mentality. How do you how would you come across that conversation to kind of try and change their, their lifestyle habits like that? You know what I mean? I don't think you can. Um, I just feel like you can only teach the younger generation. So you say, like, older generation, they're just... They're done. Well, the thing is, Jake, I think once you come to a certain age, your mindset. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, look to at you. my grandma. Yeah. You, you know, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mum smokes and her grandma had throat cancer, but she still smokes, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, so I've... There's many a time, say, working on the hospital wards as a physio and you come across patients, elderly patients who they're, say, 80s, 90s. I saw, saw people in their hundreds. Like, yeah. Yeah, people mm. in their hundreds. Lighting up and that. Yeah. Listen, people don't ramp. Or it's not, not, even, <laughs> not even just say smoking, like they're just, there's something else wrong. Yeah. And they're just like... Whatever. Yeah, whatever, like, yeah. To be fair, I think once you get to a certain age, you haven't really got much... More of it, it might be a bit morbid, but you haven't got much more of life left anyway. So, you live life, so what's, yeah, that's, you know what, that's, what, that's what they say. That's what they say. They say, I've lived my life. But if my you're life. like in your sort of middle age, middle age, you know, your late mid to late 30s, 40s, 50s, where you still got quite a lot to give in terms of just you know, yeah, we kind of lived out the passive smoking. You talk about smoking, yeah, like people, like if I smoke, I don't smoke, but if I was smoking and you're sitting next to me, you're probably more likely to get it than me because you're inhaling the smoke that I'm letting out. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. inhaling all the nastiness that I'm putting I out. I always there. thought that was quite selfish of people that that, that you know what I mean? But there's nothing I can't there's nothing I can't stand more than when I see uh, so apologies if I if I offend anybody, <laughs> but I have, to, I, have to, I have to say it. I have to say it. I, I can't stand when I see people pushing prams, yeah, oh, no. oh, and they're smoking while they're pushing prams. I, I, I can't deal with that. Or oh, they're smoking, oh, they're while smoking babies. And oh, you smoke. I never. People I just, smoke while pregnant. They do. Yeah? They do. Yeah. But there's a good thing that they're banned smoking in all public areas. Yeah. <laughs> so our lungs. Are to be fair, I, don't, I barely even noticed that to be honest, because the people still light up every chance they get. No, but inside like the actual buildings, or... yeah, you can't. Back in the day, like. Where else go raving? Yeah, like, yeah. You can the He's being the weed. It's oh, it's my horrible. Because I'm also a non-smoker, yeah. so it was horrible to smell that. But I was happy when the bandit. Like Brian, early Monday morning, you're walking down the road, or he's big with a tobacco just up here, and I was thinking, bro, it's barely past seven o'clock. Like, could I wait a bit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Trust me, like it's crazy, though, man. But um, yeah, I just want to get your final thoughts here yeah, in terms of the whole topic on the whole like cancer so if you were to like to put a message out there what would you be the message for you and listeners go get checked go get checked yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a deep um, good one to be honest you know if 
yeah, if you're of age, go get checked. If you have any family members or if you've been for anything for anybody, mm. then talk to somebody about it because, you know, you're more than likely to come across somebody who's probably been through it so they can speak mm. to you and you can, you know, just help each other through the times if you're going through something at the minute. Mm. So, okay, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a trivial mm. topic or subject. It's not a taboo. Like, it's something that is serious. Yeah. Um, so, say, for, for, for the benefit of yourself and your, your loved ones, it's definitely something you should um, consider consider getting 100%. checked. Also, it just or even not even necessarily getting checked, just familiarizing yourself with it, mm-hmm. like actually being aware of it. There's so many resources out there. You've got Macmillan.org, you've got Cancer Research UK, mm-hmm. you've got the Mary Curie um, Foundation or campaign as well. So there's all these different say websites and, and charities out there whereby you can familiarize yourself with it, do some research, and yeah, so definitely cool. Oh yeah, also a reminder everyone, on Friday the 25th, it's Macmillan Coffee Morning. So make sure you have your tarts, cakes, muffins and share your buns and get involved, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, as I do feel a bit hypocritical because I, with my standpoint is what will be will be. Mm. However, um, diseases don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah. And the more you educate yourself, the decision is up to you either way. But mm. if you want to have all the information there, then you can then choose which path is right for you. Make an you. informed decision, yeah. yeah. Make an informed decision. 100% man for me I'll just say similar to what Sancho was saying it's not taboo you know definitely especially for men black men you know go out there the whole prostate test thing get it done don't feel any way about it because in the, the day it's life and you know you gotta make sure that you give yourself the best possible chance of survival in it and also all the stats that you, you've heard and seen uh, listened to today it's not just numbers this is real people you know it's actual people's lives that have been affected by it you know it's a knock-on effect for the family members that go through with them hold their hand through it it's a really deep thing in it so if you get a chance to go get tested 100 if anyone has been affected by today's discussion or know someone that could benefit from this conversation check our instagram uh, there'll be plenty of links on there to the various websites mentioned and yeah just get yourself informed and you know let us know how you feel thank you Thank you guys for today's discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Take care, everyone. Bless.